Alright lads, this podcast is a member of the Vices of Wrestling podcast and network. Visit vicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcast, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions and updates across the world of wrestling. Sometimes you get bored of N64, so let's watch wrestling till our eyes get sore. We love the Tivoli, but there's so much more wrestling around the world. Everyone and welcome to the Sarah and Sarah podcast, wrestling around the world. We are now a few weeks removed from sixteen carat. You haven't heard that? Go back and check out our love story about carrot and all the exciting things that happened then. But this weekend we were back home, back in Ireland, and we had a tree show weekend and Friday, Saturday, Sunday with Five Factory Pro Wrestling. And OTT on in back in the Tivoli, back in her home on Saturday and Sunday. But before that, Sarah, how are you? I feel like I've got a hangover, but I wasn't drinking last night, so I'm not really sure what that's about. A wrestling hangover, you could say. Hangover, perhaps. Three-day weekend of wrestling. Has it ever really been done before, a three-day weekend, like in Dublin? Um... Hmm. WrestleCon was two two nights and I believe WrestleRama had the Fight Factory show and then they were up in Belfast. So no, it's never been all three nights in Dublin before. I have to say it like it was a lot of fun. A lot of good things happening. And like this the Irish talent on every single show. That's that's the great thing to me. Like it was built off the Irish talent and not imports. Yeah, for sure. Like the Five Factory show did have a few imports for the first time this weekend, but they really did pay like a back kind of seat role to the the core roster, and um, there was no big import names on the OTT show on Saturday. I guess you could say Joey Janela, maybe Angelico. Yeah, Angelico. They're not that big of names, either of them. I, you know, well, they're they're good, but they're not like huge names. There was no, no main eventy kind of person. I guess Angelico main evented. I don't know. I was talking that before. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Defiant show had had some top quality uh, imports on the show. I suppose. Do you want to get just straight into it to start talking about the wrestling? No. <laughs> sick, of it. sick of it and you're going to Wrestlemania <laughs> sick, of it. I'm sick of it I have so much to do to get ready for Wrestlemania just to even get going on the plane and I'm burnt out from all the wrestling uh, I spent this evening watching WXW London on the first half of it um, I haven't seen WWE in weeks and I'm going to Wrestlemania I had a great weekend though I, I think I don't watch Resting on the telly anymore, I just go to it live. That's better though, I think that's the one thing for me, even being back in the Tivoli, it made me remember just like you can't replace that live wrestling experience with like all the chants and just the atmosphere. Like once you're in a good crowd, you can't replicate that watching it on the TV at home. You just can't. No, it's it's not the same. 
But even even at Five Factory, what? How many people were there? Maybe two hundred people less, and the atmosphere was just was just great. The support as well. Yeah, that was a really fun show. That was the only family show of the weekend, and really kind of a mixed crowd. I think they are bringing in a lot more adult wrestling fan types to those shows now than when I, when I first went. I think this was episode four. And the, yeah, the crowd is kind of growing and people are getting behind all the wrestlers there. And it was a fun show. I I was really impressed with it this weekend. Me too. Like I'd only ever been to one show before and that was the charity show back yeah. in December. I finally made the pilgrimage to the Sean O'Casey Community Centre in East Wall. And um very just so impressed with everything I mean the whole card yeah there was like a lot of kind of trainee guys and and people you could tell were inexperienced but top to bottom it was so enjoyable and the the the, mat, the good matches on the show were really really good and would have their place you know on OTT shows because they were that good yeah the two standout matches for me, were um, Valkyrie against Debbie and, of course, the big main event. And also, obviously, Scotty and uh, Michael as well. But those two matches at the end were just fantastic. Yeah, like, it's amazing. The more than hype boys, Darren Carney and Nathan Martin, they are so over. They've made such a connection with the crowd over here that, Everyone just gets right behind them because they're just so, so talented in the ring. And they've, we've seen them grow over the past year, especially Nathan Martin, because, because Darren went over to, to Lance Storm's training academy. But Nathan Martin has just grown in, you know, his facial expressions, his emotions, his wrestling. They're, they're, they're really becoming a very strong package, them along with LJ Cleary, who... I'm going to put it on on record as saying he's my favourite Irish wrestler. Ooh. He is. I really just... I really just think he has everything. You know, obviously he's still very young, but there's just something about him that's just... He's so good already. And I can't wait to see in two, three years where he's going to be because I think he just has it. I really, really do. I'm still not going to pick a favourite of all the young Irish guys and girls. I can't do it. I It's like choosing between children or something. Um, but LJ is definitely a good pick. He had a great weekend. He had a good match against some American Redwood. Can you remember his name? I'm going to get it. I have the card right here in front of me. His name was Axe Clover. Axe Clover. And we were reliably informed he's a style battle guy. Or FIP guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was actually a really, really funny moment in this match. I'm not sure if many people picked it up. But LJ had, I think, I don't, it was like an armbar or something on Axe. And he just goes like to the ref, ref, like, did you hear that? He said, I give up. In this, <laughs> in this mad American accent. And there's just like a few of us that heard it just, oh, we couldn't contain ourselves. Just had to laugh. It's one of the things that stuck with me from the weekend because it was just like, what? <laughs> it's just like, it wasn't a comedy match by any stretch of the imagination, but 
stuff like that is just so funny. It's just that natural wit that he has that I think very few people have. It's just yeah. so natural. He is just that little shithead in your class in school who's like really funny and just get away with everything because he's funny. Yeah, like, and then we also had finally the two former gymnasties, Be Cool and Sammy D, squaring off, and we finally got to see them one on one. That was a really great opener. That got the crowd going for the the show to come. I just actually came in just as that was starting. Yeah, there's a, there's a funny moment, and Sammy D said, "Like who's nasty now?" And Be Cool quickly responds, "Your ma's nasty." <laughs> That's be cool for yeah. you. <laughs> all the kids. Yeah, in front of all the children in the crowd. But yeah, no, that it was actually a really solid opener. And I think it was definitely a good one to kind of get the crowd going. We also had um, Team Rock Shandy, who no longer opened their Rock Shandy in the ring. Brand new ring they had. Looked really nice. New ropes, new turnbuckles. Assume it was a full brand new ring. It actually could be because I was sitting so close to it, but it kind of felt like it was bigger than the OTT ring. Yeah, yeah, it did actually. Now that you mention it, 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 it did. But again, I was sitting quite close as well, so I don't know. <laughs> could be off on that, but yeah, it looks really nice, the new ring, because that was the big problem with the first show was the ring was an absolute disaster. And it looks like they've made either improvements to it or got a brand new one. I think it's a new one. But Team Club Rock Shandy were not allowed to open their Rock Shandy in the ring. No. And they were against the Enterprise, Liam Royal and Luke Cullen. And in a a very fun match. It was very fun. Yeah. Unless we forget the Battle Royal. Oh, the Battle Royale. This stressed me out so much. I just... The entrances were so close together that a person literally just got in the ring and the countdown started for the next person to come in. It was really stressing me out. I couldn't I couldn't focus. It was like I was like I didn't want to even be in the room because it was just there was so much happening. I was trying to watch it and then it would just be like they'd count down from ten and the music would hit and the person would come in and as soon as the person hit the ring, the next person would come out and there was all clapping for everyone's entrance and it was just it was like it was a clusterfuck. It was more of a clusterfuck than Joey Janela's clusterfuck is going to be. Um, it it also robbed us of a, of a full J Money entrance, sadly. Yeah, I was sitting in the J Money section for this. I liked your signs. Yeah, that, that shout out to Gary for producing them. Um, J Money. What are just how many matches has he had now? Three? Three matches? Yeah, two were on the same night as well, I think. So, or maybe uh, two Battle Royales and two matches, I think. (laughs) And he's already a superstar. Yeah. People love J-Money. People ask who J-Money is, not knowing that he's this trainee on Fight Factory shows. (laughs) He was walking around with a silk robe like a superstar all night after his match. So he should. (laughs) I mean, he's developed this character for himself that is just so brilliant. Like song makes it as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, 
I think that's one of the good things to see. Like, because obviously being a really great wrestler is obviously very, very important. I mean, it, it's wrestling, but getting a character developed like that and that's memorable so early on, like that's incredible. Like that's insane. Yeah, there's. I can't think of anyone else like him to have this at this early stage, like with nothing. Like this is like his starting point. And just for the character to be so over and just for him to have so much charisma and stuff, it's crazy. He's got to be on OTT, like, in the future. Like, he doesn't have the wrestling thing down completely yet. Like, he's not awful, but it is, like, a second match and it shows. Um, yeah, yeah. The character is just fantastic. He could just be someone's manager for the longest time and he'd be ready just to go straight into a managerial role somewhere or but then again he doesn't want to be because he's the star I guess so yeah I'm just very worried like what if like he needs to get more J money printed I didn't get any again I'm still J moneyless I have a spare one I can give you one I have two no I need to get it authentically oh okay that's okay I don't know I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take someone's J money I need to get it authentically we were sitting just inside the door, not with Sarah because we're not friends. Sides <laughs> of the room. Yeah, we were sitting on opposite sides of the room because you know we're not friends. And her section got all the money, J money. So yet again, no J money. Next show. Twice, and you've got money twice. Yeah, I'm a lucky gal. When he now produces merch, I'll trade in my J money for a T-shirt. <laughs> it's legal tender. I didn't actually go to the merch table because I was distracted with different people um, chatting and stuff. But did many of the guys have merch? Um, I think a few of the guys did. I, I just went up to buy Katie Harvey's shirt because I wanted to be prepared for Sunday. Yeah, I should have done that. I tried to buy it on Sunday twice, both at intermission and at the end of the show. And she wasn't out of the merch table, but I reckon we must have just left and she came out because loads of people are on Twitter saying they bought her shirt after the show. But we we hung around for a good while. I don't know. Yeah, she, she came out like after everyone. Like she was the last person to come out to sell merch. So you must have literally just missed her. Yeah, I, I lost my leap card as well. And uh, we got home. I didn't know. I was after losing it. And Alan was like, Sarah, a very nice man has just sent me a DM to say he has your leap card. And I was like, what? And he was like, say thank you to Joe Cabre. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I checked. I was like, oh, no, it must have fallen out of my money card holder thing. That's useless and going in the bin. But yeah, it fell out. And Joe Cabre now has my leap card, which is an annual pass. So I do want that back. Um, so I'm trying to make arrangements with Joe to get that leap card back and nobody's allowed to say anything bad about Joe Cabrera ever again because he's found my annual past leap card. A leap, like for those who don't know, like a leap card, if you're in London, it's like an oyster card or it, it's basically for, for public transport. So it's worth a lot of money. You're um, about thousand euro odd, I think. You know, so that's a big deal. So... Yeah. I will never, ever say anything bad about Joker Bray because losing a leap card is a traumatic experience. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to go to work this week. Um, so I'll get us probably when I come back to New Orleans. But yeah, big thanks to Joker Bray for finding that leap card. And good luck with the podcast. <laughs> yeah, good luck, Joe. I haven't listened yet. I, I'm going to 
listen to a lot of podcasts on my trip to WrestleMania because our flights are quite long. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll, it's on my list to listen to. Maybe I'll probably listen to it in work. But I, mean, I haven't listened to any recently. I don't really listen to wrestling podcasts that often. The only one I really like and listen to every single week is Wrestling on Air or Wrestling on Earth or whatever they call themselves. Big Dog and Oren and Tim and Socks. Hmm. I'm going to meet Oren and Tom at WrestleMania. I'm very Not Oren and Tom. Oren and Tim at WrestleMania. I'm very excited for that. Well, I'm not meeting anyone at WrestleMania because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want sympathy from everyone. Oh, <laughs> even though it's my own choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is your own choice. And even though I'm meeting really cool people at WrestleMania, being Oren and Tim, I also have to meet two not so cool people. And that's the two Aaron's. I'm sorry I won't be there, you know, to like back you up in this rivalry. Yeah. I don't know about those two. I don't know. You know they're not going to the Evolve show on Friday. They're going to go to Rev Pro instead. They're going to the Dream Factory. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Of course go to, you know, promotions that you don't talk about on your podcast. Yeah. Disgrace will carry on. I mean, I don't expect anything better from the American fans anyway. You know, they're 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 fickle. They're a fickle bunch. They're not like hardcore Irish wrestling fans or hardcore German wrestling fans or even the Brits, you know, like we get behind our companies. We stick by them, you know, it's all, but yeah, not these Americans. And then I just, yeah, we'll see them next week. You see one site of Hiroshi Tanahashi and you just lose a run of yourself and go to a different promotion. Exactly. Exactly. One sniff of some Hiroshi and you're like running down the road. (laughs) Well, what have they got that Austin Theory hasn't got, huh? What have they got that Darby Allen hasn't got? <laughs> Absolute sellouts, the pair of them. You have to bring them sweets now, though. Yeah, no. Um, I've only bought one box of Jaffa Cakes for Joe Lanza, but my college is right beside a... What's it called? The one euro shop or the one pound land one? So I'm going to go in there and like get a selection of lots of different types of bars and just bring them, you know? Mm-hmm. A nice time will be had by all. Yeah. No, they're going to just fill them full of chocolate. It's a good plan. Good old dairy milk wouldn't go astray. They have dairy milks over there. I'm trying to think of, you know. Oh. The White Lion Bar was a big hit last year and the Toffee Crisp. Oh, I think Toffee Crisp is my favourite bar. So, yeah. Good call. Morrow is my favourite. Also yeah. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the wrestling. Where were we? wrestling um but fight factory um <laughs> yeah very impressed I'm, I'm really impressed by them i feel like i need to go to all of their shows now i say that about every promotion but no i really really do i'm so impressed by all the young talent and it's great to see like during that battle royal i'm sure there's a lot of people making their debut or their second match or, or whatever it just there's so many young trainees now in ireland so it's going to be, imagine like the scene is so good now with these really young guys. It's going to be crazy in five years when these guys get more experience and hopefully get to travel a bit more and, and get more eyes on them. Like the future is very, very bright. And I think Fight Factory are really leading the way with this. Yeah, there was like, I think, close to 20 people in the, the Royal Rumble match. And 
yeah there were so many people like so many new faces and stuff like that I know I said I was stressed out but once it all kind of calmed down the emphasis stopped people that were left in the ring at the end like it was really enjoyable from there I probably would have heard if they just all started in the ring together because there was like no elimination for the first ages and it was just all the the music and the countdown coming so fast it was just it was just really stressful (laughs) yeah no it was (laughs) Like what the fuck is happening? Um, it was not thirty seconds, that's for yeah, sure. Make it stop! No, it was like as soon as the person hit the ring, they count down again. It was it was too much. It was yeah, it was. But yeah, once the all stopped, like when they were resting and stuff, it was good. I couldn't concentrate on anything up to that point until the music stopped and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's great to see so many new faces and so, so many young people uh, taking up wrestling in Ireland. It can only be good for the future. Definitely. So that was night one of our wrestling weekend. Like I'm just looking back, like I, I was meant to be in Wolverhampton for um DDTI night one. Obviously, I was actually quite upset that I couldn't be there. But reflecting on it now, I'm happy that I got to go see Fight Factory and, and got to support like our you know our one of our home promotions. Yeah, you got to see one hell of a tag match as well in the main event. Yeah, more than hype, the Super Nintendo Bros, Collar and Elbow, and the Soldiers of Fortune from Holland. Yeah, Kim Ray's, big Kim Ray's bodyguard. Oh, they killed it. They were very, very good. Yeah, they, those guys were really good. I didn't know what to expect when I saw him come out. Uh, Alan popped straight away, and he was like, look, it's Kim Ray's bodyguard. It's Kim Ray's bodyguard. And then that's all I could think of. And I didn't know the other guy. Never heard of them before. But I had seen Kim Ray's bodyguard, but not in a wrestling role. Uh, then, yeah, they were really, really good. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them back or seeing them in Ireland more often. They, they they were quite impressive. Yeah, definitely. They fit right in and kind of, when there's kind of like a bit of banter going, they got involved. Yeah. And yeah, they're very, very good. And collar and elbow are just that team you really like to boo. Yeah. You're kind of like the, the veterans that, you know. Hate their faces. Yeah. They have like a little bit, it's like they have a bit of a chip on their shoulder and they're kind of like, look at these young upstarts coming in. It's great. The, I really, really wish we could see them more. Yeah, well, we see them at Fight Factory every time anyway. So as long as they ramp up the shows, I think the next one is 1st of June. Yes, yes, it is. So yeah, that that's a bit away, but definitely do come along if you're in Ireland listen to this which only 8% of our listeners are strangely enough but yeah <laughs> 8% come because that's the day after my birthday ah so we can bring you are you will we bring you birthday presents or will you bring us birthday cake leftover stuff I mean a bit of both usually I get a really nice chocolate biscuit cake so cake bring me presents and you know it can be my birthday party yeah, <laughs> they say they do birthday parties. Oh, they do, don't they? Yeah. Ooh. Warm up show the day before for your birthday. Yeah, I might get in touch. I don't know. My backyard might will probably fit a wrestling ring, mm. and maybe ten people. So that ring's pretty big, though. Okay, wrestling ring and two people. Look <laughs> at the windows. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. We'll just be like, oh, cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, Fight Factory, good times. 
I think we got called out at the start of the show. Can you explain that a bit more? You tried to tell me an intermission and I was very confused. So this is how it went down. So the new general manager of Five Factory is Rick Nash. Okay. Who we had some interaction with on, on Twitter. Yeah. And he came out at the start of the show, you know, he was he did his thing. The general manager, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, so someone here in the crowd says they're going to review our show. Who here has a podcast? So that was me. Yeah, so I, I, was, I, I wasn't the one writing those tweets. <laughs> I was sitting in the crowd going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Then a few, a few of our friends were like, the two Sarahs. I was like, no, no. <laughs> and, and then an, another, another guy shouted out. I think it was the kick out who um, said that oh, they were yeah. going to review the show. So, Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, that was embarrassing. That was a way to start off um, the weekend for the Voice of Wrestling podcasting network slash reviews slash everything in the world of wrestling. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a weekend, all right? It's been a weekend. A... <laughs> See, if I was there, I, I would have... Put up my hand, but I wasn't there, so I would have seen you from across the room. But what did he say when the guy did put his hand up? He was like, "Oh, like say good things, or like I'll give you five stars and and stuff like that." So, uh, trying to co-op people, is he trying to? I think yeah, definitely trying to co-op people there. Ooh. Um, that's maybe why I wouldn't have put up my hand because I'm only co-opted by one promotion, and that's WXW. <laughs> I, I'm pro up by two. I, I've got the, the Gabe payroll and uh, good old WXW. Um, so, you know, if anyone else wants to jump on board, we can be co opted with Bonds, with Club WM Points, or Boots Advantage Hard Points, or Lush Vouchers, or what else do we accept? Um. J money. I'll I'll accept some J money. I won't. I want to get mine organically, authentically. Um, and I suppose book my favorite wrestlers, and I'll probably really like you. Uh, book our favorite wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Who would be co-opted then? It would have been funny though. They're like, who? What? Well, it wouldn't have been funny. It would have been natural because it was true. Like that. Like it was us, but we were sitting at opposite ends of the room because we're not friends. Which was the case for the show. It was the case, yeah. We complete opposite ends. And I'd put up my hand at one corner of the turnbuckle and you put up your hand and you're like directly diagonally across from me. We were as far apart from each other as possible. Yeah. Just, you know, that's because we don't talk before shows. You know, are you going to the show? Just so it happens that we both end up being there. Yeah. Somebody asked me like this weekend, is the other Sarah going to WrestleMania? And I was like, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, you know. Don't talk to her. Talk to her. Yeah, could be. But I'm not to that person. I'm not going to WrestleMania. Oh, now I'm sad again. Mix. Oh, but we wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have seen you at any shows. I probably would have went to completely different shows. Yeah, it's true. I'll give my rundown at the end of what shows I'm going to at WrestleMania in case anyone wants to come and give me a hug or fight me or have a really awkward conversation. Just say nice things about Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> Uh, OTT. <laughs> I feel like crowd booing. 
Huh? Boo, Timothy Thatcher. I'd see now. That's why I wish I was there because I'd want to fight them. I will fight them all. I have a lovely picture of me and Timothy Thatcher as my profile picture on Twitter. He's a gentleman. Yeah, all fans aren't even going to be there anyway because they're fickle. They're going to go to Rev Pro. It's just going to be all the international people that come and actually like wrestling. All the cool people. All the cool people will be there. It's fine. Uh, OTT. Yes, OTT. Martina's Gaff Party 3. Sayonara Moth as she's going on. That's what you're going to say, excursion. She's going away to Japan for the Cinderella tournament in stardom. Ooh. So this was her going away weekend. Um, yeah. This show, the match quality was off the chain. There, It was kind of one of those random cards. There was a lot of matches that kind of go, oh, to someone who's maybe not familiar with OTT, a lot of the matches were, were quite random. But it was really, really enjoyable. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was nothing on this card that like completely stood there was nobody booked on this card that I was like overly excited to see it was more me just going to see the regular kind of core roster of OTT and just see them have matches Uh, there was times I considered not even going to this show I was kind of like I've so much on like Wrestlemania weekend and just like after coming back from Carrot and having contenders last weekend and having Fight Factory and Defiant, I was like, oh, see, I might give this one a miss. And I'm happy I didn't because it was it was a good show. Like the wrestling on it was top quality. Like you couldn't fault it. Uh, like there was nobody, again, I was excited to see from the imports. And I think it was the Kings of the North versus the Angel Cruises match that made me decide, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to this. The Red Hand. Or- Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've watched the clip about a dozen times. Um, no, yeah, you're right. There, there is no one that kind of makes you go, holy shit, I need to see them. I mean, Angelico, I really, really like, and I was really looking forward to see him. But it wasn't like a, holy shit, let me cancel all of my plans. This show is, you know, must see. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go home for Easter as well. So that was my reasoning behind it, that I would have went home for Easter. But as it happened, something came up and I had to go down home last weekend. Um, Anyway, so I went down home last weekend, so I didn't have to go this weekend. But yeah, three shows in the trot is a lot, especially when the middle one isn't too appealing. I mean, the Fight Factory one, I really wanted to go to that anyway, but you're talking like a 10 euro ticket versus a, I think it was 33 euro for the OTT one. And I was more excited for the Fight Factory one. Yeah, me too. And the funny thing is like looking at the people who I got behind at the OTT show were the guys on the Fight Factory show the night before, like mm-hmm. LJ, Scotty Davis. And um, we had a surprise Michael May match against Zach Gibson. Like they were the guys that I was really, really excited for. Yeah, did we know that Zach Gibson was going to be on the show? Um, the Rapture was on the poster, so I think a lot of us assumed that it was actually going to be them in a tag match. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know where Charlie Sterling was. I know Jaren was meant to be coming over, and then, sadly, his ankle was broken. So. Yeah, I was really, really sad about that. I mean, we saw him at Carrot, but um, 
my good friend Shauna Urin's probably one of her favorite wrestlers. It's uh Urin and Jordan Devlin. From her I think her first OTT show was Wrestle Pops. So Urin was on Wrestle Pops. And I was really happy though I got to give her a signed Urin t shirt on Saturday. So I made up for her heartbreak that he wasn't gonna be there. I saw her actually and I, I compliment her on her lovely Jaren Simmons t shirt. I didn't know that was your friend, Shiana. Yeah, yeah, she just loves urine. <laughs> um, but yeah, this show, it was really good. Scotty Davis versus Mark Haskins probably stand that match for me for the night. Definitely, the crowd was red hot for that. I mean, there was dueling, let's, like, let's go Haskins, Scotty Davis at the start of the match. That went on for a good two or three minutes before they even locked up. Yeah, the crowd were really into it. They were really into everything on the show. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a sellout crowd, but the people that were there were, were fully invested in everything. I mean, even the um, Duncan the Swordly Adam Brooks match, which is a bit of a, well, I would say a very random match, with Adam Brooks being the big heel here, kind of establishing himself as one of the the new heels in OTT. But everyone got really into that as well and fully behind Duncan. Yeah, Duncan is really good. Like, I wasn't sure why he wasn't like a main event guy over a year ago. I would have liked him best out of the Kings of the North before it really just became Bonesaw and Corbin that were on all the shows. I thought like Duncan was the best, but now as it's gone on, like, obviously I Bonesaw is my favorite. But um, yeah, oh, I, I'm the exact same. But yeah, and then again, going back to the crowd, the crowd was. Smallest I've ever seen. Well, smallest I've seen in recent years. Since, like, maybe the Ated one, when it was, like, absolutely jammed. The first Will Ospreay one. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the lightest I've seen since the Extreme Super Show 2. Wasn't that that one? Yeah, it was It was very, very light. A show headlined by Joey Ryan and, and Tommy Dreamer. Okay. But, yeah, maybe it's probably because, you know, there is no really big names available with, Fight Club Pro having their big tournament on over the three days. And some of the guys we know, they saved coming to Dublin for the Sunday show, the Defiant show, because that kind of felt a bit more special as well, that it was the first ever women's show in Ireland. So I know at least two people, actually three people who bought tickets for the Sunday that didn't buy tickets for the Saturday because they have to travel a distance and do that twice is just too much. Yeah, definitely. And I think... Sunday deserved more attention and I think Sunday was so much better. It was it was unreal. Brilliant. It was a short, snappy show, but everything on it just was so good. And the crowd were like when I say they were into things on Saturday, this crowd were to a point I was like, are they even for real? Like, cause like it was like they were screaming for like a punch. It was it was red hot. To the point that I was like, all right, maybe calm down a bit, you know, <laughs> in certain areas. Because, you know, like, I'd always pop for a great move or whatever. But, like, when you're actually popping for anything, like, anything that happens, it was like, this is just a bit mad. But it, it had such a good buzz. Like, it was. And it, and it was from the get-go. I mean, the minute Nina Samuels walked out in yeah. the very first match, the crowd just went insane. Yeah. And, but the wrestlers just gave, you know, 
they gave it everything. Like nobody was working half pace. Everyone was going full on, completely out, and it was it was incredible. And to see like the big characters as well, like you know Chris Wolf. It was my first time seeing her, and I want to be Chris Wolf. Be <laughs> Chris Wolf. She is such a delight. She's just so full of energy, full of life, so happy. The first match was uh, Nina Samuels against Sammy Jane. I didn't know Sammy Jane at all. I actually thought she was a different wrestler completely. I think there was a wrestler called Sammy J who wrestled in CCW, which I could have wrong. And I thought it was going to be her that was in the match, in the tournament, sorry. And I was like, yeah, no, she's not very good. And then out comes Sammy Jane and she's brilliant. And I was like, but you said she's not very good. And I was like, no, the one I was talking about isn't Scottish. Um, I didn't know Nina Samuels. I'd seen her wrestle in OTT and in WXW London. And I was a fan of Nina already. But I would imagine that most of the crowd weren't overly familiar with either of the two of these going in. And it was just absolutely red hot from the start. Like, And they, they killed it. I love Sammy's facial expressions. Oh yeah, she's so good. She's such a great heel. Like from the get-go, she got everyone booing her and it was so fun. She, like, I I wasn't overly familiar with her either. I mean, she was, I've heard her name being mentioned in Eve and stuff, but that's about it. Yeah. And she, yeah, she was fantastic. And uh, we're going to get to see more of her now because she's our champion. and. That was a surprise. A massive surprise. But at the time, I was like, no, I wanted Katie Harvey to win. But on reflection, I mean, she's going to have some stellar matches with a lot of great people. So, yeah, for sure. I was really disappointed when Katie got eliminated. I actually, before the show started, me and Alan were saying, he said it to me and I was thinking the same thing and it was in my head. It was like, put the belt on Raven. Yeah. That was, that was our thoughts. It was like, put the belt on Raven. She's crazy. She's so comfortable in the character. She's like a complete lunatic and she took every bit of booing and she she can wrestle. When I went to see CCW all those years ago, it would have been their first Ladder War show. Two people I said I liked in that show were Raven Creed and Michael Mayhem. Is now Michael May, and I've got tweets to back that up somewhere. I think <laughs> I've got screenshots I can provide. I'm not full of it. Um, they were the two standouts for me on that show of the people I haven't seen before. But I was shocked that they went with Sammy J. Jane. Yeah, I mean, the minute Katie got eliminated, and and knowing that Martina was going away. I was like, are they going they're gonna do it? I was like, they can't have the belt on someone who's not gonna be in the country. I thought they were. I, I mean when Raven got eliminated, I was like, oh no, they're not going with Raven. And then it was like I was because like obviously Katie's fan favourite and she's my favourite of the four. I wanted Katie to win, but I kind of thought that Raven should win. And then when two of them were gone, I was like, what the hell? And I thought they were gonna have session mat retain and I don't know what you do with the belt like just drop it or something I don't know but I was just didn't think it would be possible for somebody that we'd never heard of before to come in and take the belt I mean I think 
if they left the set, if they left the title on the session moth, whatever people's personal feelings are towards the character aside, I think in terms of women's wrestling in Ireland, it would have been terrible to have this women's show and then, oh, but yeah, we're not going to have the belt defended for at least another two months again. Yeah, no, I didn't think it was going to happen until after Katie got eliminated. I thought, yeah, no, they're going session month now. I was like, well, what are they doing? I just, it didn't, I just didn't think Sammy Jane w- would win. Yeah, I, I didn't even think she was going to make it to the, the qualifiers. I honestly thought that Nina was going to beat her. Because no, at least we've seen Nina wrestle before. Yeah. Sammy was great. Like, she she wrestled two incredible matches. I've got absolutely no problem with her being her champion i'm looking forward to seeing the matches that she's going to have against i guess some of the irish women and maybe even some imports again if they do another defiant which they seem to be hinting at on twitter there's so many wrestlers they could bring in for oh completely i just i'm just wondering i wonder is she going to be on scrapper mania and who's she going to be against oh she probably will be on scrapper mania i was just watching WXW London show and Millie McKenzie and Killer Kelly are two absolutely incredible wrestlers who are just right there in Europe and you know I need them on an OTT show yep, both of them they're they're both so they're both so new to wrestling but they're so good already yeah I mean I've I've always wanted Millie since I've heard about Millie McKenzie I think she'd be perfect for like a contender show or mm-hmm. something, but get her on a main show as well. I don't care. And Kidder Kelly was so impressive when I first saw her as well. And that iconic little shrug now when she gets busted open against Millie at yeah. that London show. She's a badass, such a badass. <laughs> we were watching that and I noticed the referee writing a ringer, like tell her to like go to the camera where well, he thinks he did anyway. She's like, Kelly owes Reiner Ringer lunch. <laughs> the shrug she did, it was amazing. And it was all her, but I don't think she realised how badly she was spit open until she was told. No, I don't think so either. Uh, it was kind of because she kind of felt it and then realised the blood and kind of gave the shrug. It was so good. Uh, but getting back to Defiant, um, how was that Valkyrie's first match in OTT? She was incredible. I'm so, so happy for her, that reaction she got. She needs to be on okay every show. I'd have her on every single show. Yeah, she killed it on Friday night and on Sunday night. I mean, I knew I was to get really emotional to see her against Katie Harvey, who, like, if you guys don't know, like, her and Katie Harvey are best friends. Like, they train together. Like, Katie's probably one of her trainers. For them to have that match, which was, in my opinion, match of the night, just purely down to the emotions and the story behind it and getting to see Katie Harvey back in the Tivity after a very long time. It was a long time, wasn't it? Like, our last time we saw her was in the National Stadium, so mm-hmm. the last time we saw her in the Tivoli was maybe July. Oh, wow. That long ago. Yeah. It was, because she took a break for a while. Yeah, um, yeah, that I'm so happy. Like, Valkyrie has been not been knocking on the door now for a long time, and she's been going off to 
Belgium and Germany and, and wrestling up the north and wrestling for Five Factory. It's, it's nearly about time. It's It's been long overdue. Yeah, it's a strange one. But hopefully she's an OTT now and she's an OTT to stay because she had a great weekend. And she's in the grapple games for Five Factory. Yes, she's in the, the main event against LJ, well, Jordan, the champion, LJ, J Money, Sammy D, and Michael May. So that should be a good one. Are they just going to have that as one match, or is there going to be more kind of rounds? Or I think it's just one match. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, because I missed the start, so I don't, don't forget what, what's going on. Yeah, that would be a crazy match. I don't think it's going to be on the next show. I think it's going to be on episode six. Oh, okay. Um, I think. That's what I was told by my, my brother, who obviously listened better than I did. The show was quite quick as well. It was over in two hours, 15 minutes. Yeah, I looked at the time when Session Moth was having her final rave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quarter past nine. Wow. What's going on, guys? <laughs> One more match, please. I'm ready for more. Yeah. I was. It was nice, kind of. It was a refreshing change to have a quick show. Yeah. And I mean, once we had Jordan Grace against Stasha Zacco, which I'm sure is a lot of people's match of the weekend, never mind match of the night. I There's definitely room to have more of those shows, even if they are very quick paced. Yeah. It was it was brilliant. It's my favorite match since I've come back from Garrett, for sure. I just love I just loved it. I you know I'd say a lot of people weren't very familiar with either of them. I know I'm certainly no expert. No, I I'll be honest. I had seen very little of either of them. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'll be clean and not pretend to be pretend. an expert on the Sendai girls. <laughs> yeah. I got some Joshi from Dummy uh, DVDs about two years ago, but I haven't watched them. I mean, like I've watched bits here and there. I probably watched a lot more when I was younger, when I when I actually probably wanted to be a wrestler. <laughs> and now I've discovered that probably won't ever be one. Um, I believe in you, Sarah. Come on, we'll get you down the training school. I'll give Justy a call and Katie Harvey a call. We'll get you straight down there. I, I Maybe manager. I might be a manager. You think so? Yeah, or, or you know, I can do commentary. Yeah, there you go. Referee, maybe. Oh, referee, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. If I was ever to become a wrestler, I don't think I'd be one of those flippy dippy people anyway. Probably, <laughs> probably a brawler, you know. Let's get you trained up as a referee, you know. We gotta, we're going to have all these new women shows in Ireland. We're going get, to get a female referee for Foxy, you know. He, he can't do it all, but he can do it all. But Give him a break, yeah. Yeah. I think I will. Five Factory, will you have me? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> We're trying to co-op them now. Yeah, let me come to your to your school. We had one really funny moment as well during the Jordan Grace Dash Jazako match. Um, because Jordan Grace does the bear hug a lot. She used him multiple bear hugs. And somebody shouted, yes, bear hug. Fuck Cholanza. No, I'm not laughing at that. That's terrible. <laughs> and then everyone looked at me. And I was just laughing. Like, <laughs> Tara, how could you? 
I mean, laugh. I don't know. I'll get to the bottom of it. I'm going to investigate and find out who it was and, you know, have some words with them. Disrespecting your boss like that. Report them. I hope it comes true on the VOD. <laughs> if it does, I probably will laugh. <laughs> but yeah, if you're into women's wrestling, check out Defiant. If the Fight Factory show goes up, I'm not sure if it will or not. They haven't been releasing their stuff online yet, but this show was so good, especially the main event and Debbie versus Valkyrie. Like, they really should, to get buzz and promotion for the company, they, they really should release this, and hopefully you can all watch it somewhere and see yeah. grassroots Irish wrestling in the Sean O'Casey Community Centre. Um. I'm going to change my mind. No, uh, Jordan Grace and Dash Zacko wasn't my favourite match since uh, Carrot. I'm changing it back. I'm going for the main event for Five Factory. Just yeah. back in the emotion of Nathan Martin getting injured and coming back and just turning into Psycho Nathan. I, I'm I'm taking it back. That was my favourite match of the weekend. Yeah, that's the, it, it's my second favorite. I think Valkyrie and, and Katie Harvey is still my first, but that's definitely a very, very, very close second. Um, yeah, this weekend was immense, and we got we used the Bobby Guns chant for more wrestlers now. The Bobby Guns chant is now Tank Hardy Tank, <laughs> cool, and Grace Jordan Grace. So a good weekend was had by all, I think. It's an improvement because one of the biggest problems with Irish wrestling is the chant. They're not very imaginative. It was the Outer Space Odyssey and they used the same tune for everybody. <laughs> and it just bothered me, buddy. I was like, get a new tune. So what I'm proposing to do is we're going to get Chant Consultant. Mike Kilby on the show. And we're going to make up some chants. We're going to make up some new, innovative, original chants for the Irish wrestlers. And Mike Hilby's going to show us the way. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, I think we need to get that done. Um, we need help. We need help. We need to outsource this. Over, yeah. over to Luton, to Mike Hilby, and he'll help us. Because we need help. I mean, he's our fellow employee from Monster Consulting, so it shouldn't be too big of a deal. We need consulting. Yeah, I, I was talking to him about it during the week and giving him some feelers and, you know, kind of asking him to help us out. And he wasn't coming back with anything, but I reckon if we get him live on the air when he's put under pressure. Yeah. We'll describe the wrestler to him because he hasn't seen much Irish wrestling. We'll describe the wrestler to him in the way that we see them, and he'll come back with a chant or a song for the wrestler. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. I mean, there was one good chant for Jordan on on Saturday that I can't remember, but it was really funny at the time. <laughs> what was it? It was something about letting him ride your girlfriend. That's all I can remember. Oh, dear. But it caught on. <laughs> Corpse a kip and so are you was quite good for Raven Creed. Yeah, and Bonner Kip was I, I enjoyed that. Blue hair, no fans. Blue hair, no fans. Uh, that's good, but it's from progress. You know, we need some original ones. I mean, we'll try. 
Okay, we need my Kilby on this. Like, blue hair, no fans, it made me laugh, but, you know, I've heard that so many times before. We need some original chants, and my Kilby's the man to help us, I think. For sure, for sure. I mean, I'm going over to, to New Japan and flying into Luton, so... Ooh. We can do, like, another like in-person one then, Mike, if you're going. <laughs> what date is that? I, that is the 30th of June. And it's just one show in Milton Keynes, right? There's Milton Keynes on the 30th, and then there's a show in Manchester on the 1st of July. That's on a Sunday, and oh, I don't yeah. want to take the day off work on the Monday. And I read that there's going to be 14 Japanese wrestlers on the card. Ooh. So, and that's not like, that's people from Japan. Like, that's not like Juice Robinson and Kenny Omega or or Bad Luck Fale or something. So I'm hoping I get to see Tanahashi or Okada. I'll take either or, just one of them. If I see both, I might die. But, you know. I think both of them and Kushida again and Yano. I'd be more than happy. If I get to see Yano, like I want first, I want to buy his DVD. I'm <laughs> the entrance way. So I'm waving money at him to try and buy that DVD. <laughs> I, was, well, I, want to, I want to meet him and do the shrug. Yeah, that's, I just want a video of doing the shrug, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to go to that. I will look into it. Um, I haven't got anything figured out. I did buy some seats for the WXW Progress Hamburg show, which is on the 1st of September. Oh, nice. Just before coming into Defiant. So I was a little bit late for Defiant. I missed the whole talking about it start, but I, I didn't miss any of the action. I was sitting in the car trying to get tickets so I can sit with Shauna, our good friend Shauna, not your friend Shauna, my friend Shauna. Uh, because we're not friends and we have different friends called Shauna. Um, I want to sit with her for the Hamburg show and go to see WXW and Progress in the same night. So that, that's my only summer plan so far. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Good. Getting a variety of shows. Getting a variety of shows. Uh, I've also got my brother to get tickets to go to Tag League in October. He was saying. He seems excited. Yeah, he's very. he wants to see Emil Satochi. That's what I'm very excited about. Emil is great. Legit. Very excited to see him. <laughs> um, so I think we're going to be watching a lot of WXW. Mm-hmm. I would be anyway, but yeah, so I'll be going to Tag League. So that's pretty much confirmed now. I always have this thing. I want someone to go with me. So once I have someone to go with me, I'm going somewhere. Um, I'll be there, but I mean, we're not friends. So you have your brother and you know. Yeah, exactly. Like we'll, we'll, I might see you once or twice over yeah. the course of the weekend. Maybe in McDonald's or something. Yeah, picking up order one hundred and nine. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Is that our Irish wrestling for the weekend? I think it is. Um, all in all, it was a very, very good weekend. Definitely, you want to see another all-female women's show again. Yes. And I want to see more Fight Factory. And nothing negative to say about Saturday Night No TT. It was good and the wrestling was good. I'm just not raving about it. There's definitely, like as far as standard wrestling cards go, the show the month before was better. I think a lot better. 
I mean, home, homecoming was very special for me, so I, I, I'm a bit biased. Yeah. But yeah, like it wasn't the strongest night, but I think they're always up against it. Yeah, I'm nothing wrong. If you watch OTT, don't not watch this show. Watch this show. It's a continuation of the story. But yeah, last month was much more enjoyable. We get to see Mark Haskins now, who spoiled the um, the reveal for the main event of Scrapper Mania, which yeah. will be Zack Sabre Jr. against Jordan Devlin, which I'm I'm giddy. I'm so giddy with excitement for it. I cannot wait. It's going to be just, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I'm really looking forward to it. After that, though, after that match, after Jordan beats Zack, or maybe he won't beat Zack, I just feel we need an end to the import killer. Because on the way up, Jordan beating all the imports before he was the champion was really cool. But I don't think I'm going to be feeling Jordan beating an import every month that we haven't seen before or don't see again for likes of Helico. It's just not going to do it for me. Um, so hopefully after he beats Zach or Zach beats him, maybe we'll see a change in direction there so much way. Maybe one of the more regular people or Mark Haskins gets a title match or something like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I really bad to phrase that. What I was trying to say, but you, you get the gist. It's yeah, like, go on. It can't go on. There's only so much that you, there's only so many people you can fly in for one show and have them beat. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things when you have a champion and you see, okay, the Angelico match was non title, which was fine, but there's only so many matches you can have. Where you know someone's flying in once, you might not see them again for a few months. Yeah. You know they're not going to win. I mean, I know I I was talking to Zack Sabre Jr. It was at the merch table. Um, he said that he should be over for a few more shows this year. So hopefully we will see more Zack Sabre Jr. Um, be that as, as champion, which I love Jordan Devlin, but... I would absolutely love to see Zack Sabre Jr. as OTT champion because he's one of my favorite wrestlers in the whole entire world. So, more Zack all the time, please. I want to see Zack Sabre Jr. in every single wrestling show, and <laughs> I want and I want it to be dickhead Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> all the time. Just give it to me. It's the best thing on New Japan. He has a few people he needs to call dickheads, so you know. Yeah, you know, a few dickheads, all right. Yeah. Need it to happen. I'm going to run down my WrestleMania plan for the week. Go for it. And starting off with Bloodsport on Thursday night. I haven't got a ticket for it yet. It's the last minute edition, but we're going to go see Bloodsport. And then from Bloodsport, we're going to evolve. And then we're going to call it a night. Go back to the hotel, get some sleep because we're going to get up super early in the morning. Friday morning, progress show at noon, followed by Evolve again, followed by WBN Super Show, then Joey Janela's insane spring break. Four shows, one day, all in the same venue, lucky enough, so we only have to go out there once and get back once. It's going to be a long one. I think I'll be best served to maybe start drinking at the second show. No, not the second show, the third show. So keep it clean for the morning and hopefully go off and get some food and have a few beers and be nicely tipsy for Joey Janela's spring break. <laughs> starts at midnight. So one show starts at noon. The last show starts at midnight. Then 
we're getting up super early in the morning on Saturday. We weren't meant to. We're meant to be just taking a break until NXT and chilling for the day after having a crazy four show day. We're going to go to Pancakes and Pile Drivers. We're going back and forth on the card. Our tickets are bought. We're going to go. Alan's a bit higher on the card than I am. I'm going to be hungover. He's not. So the venue is quite close to our hotel. So how much of that show I make is kind of still debatable. Hopefully I'll see most of it. Alan's going to go anyway. Last year we missed half of it because of the same thing. And Alan was feeling quite unwell that morning. But yeah, so Pancakes Pod Drivers, NXT. Then on to WrestleMania on Sunday. We kind of cheaped out in the WrestleMania tickets this year. This will be our sixth year going. We normally get the VIP riser seats in the middle. Normally pay about $350 for them. But this year, we haven't been watching that much WWE. Not that hot on it. Went for some cheaper tickets. We're up in the, I think it's the 300 section for the first time. So I paid $150 for those tickets, which it's not cheap, and I'm sure it'll be fine. But like, it's not our first mania, so I, I'm not too pushed. And there seems to be some good tickets still available for WrestleMania, so maybe we'll upgrade closer to the time if an option like that becomes available. And then we have raw tickets, but we don't have very good raw tickets. I might skip raw, even though we have tickets. And on Tuesday, we have quite good tickets for SmackDown. So I think we're going to go to SmackDown because we have actually really good tickets for SmackDown. And we've got really good tickets for NXT TakeOver as well, which helped us make up our decision um, to go to that show rather than the Ring of Honor show or the Style Battle show, which is on WBN, which actually looks quite good as well. So it's going to be WWE from Saturday onwards. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to take it in Axis. I've gone to Axis a few times before. I might. I know some people over there that are really into the whole Axis thing. So I might tag along with them to one session if time allows it. Maybe on the Sunday morning, I think will probably be my best time. Mm. That is my schedule for Mania. And yeah, uh, so hopefully some WrestleMania stuff. I'll try and record some stuff over there. The general buzz. Sarah's going to watch stuff at home. I'll just send audio of me crying about me not being there. Don't make me feel bad. That's my goal. My goal is to make everyone feel bad. Now it's fine. Is Chuck Taylor going to be there? Yeah. Okay, I'll see if I can find him. If you, oh, if you do, tell him <laughs> I said hello. <laughs> Remember me? That awkward girl that talked to you at the merch table that one time you were in Ireland? Cool. Don't know exactly who I am. I'll 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 tell him. I'll tell him. Um but yeah, I think that's pretty much our show. Anything else there? Were you watching anything? Oh, the big Okada Zack Sabre Jr. match. That was good, yeah. Yeah, I watched I watched New Japan. Um loved loved the main event. I mean it, it, I think for both of us it was okay because we liked both quite a lot. Yeah. Um so Okada retaining wasn't as big of a sad, sad face for us as it was for other people. But I think that match really showed people that if Zack Sabre Jr. actually did win, it would be really, really cool. He's a he's a main eventer, big star now, solidified. 
surprised I really enjoyed the Will Ospreay Marty Skrull match, to be honest. Wasn't expecting to. I'm I'm just really down on, on um Marty Skrull in general. Like I really feel like he phones it in now. But Will Ospreay, as much as you say about some of the stupid things he says, he's a very, very good professional wrestler. Afraid for his health during this match. But um, it was very, very good. I really enjoyed it. But I'd like to see Will against Hiromu again. I uh, only got up to the main event. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I watched I watched most of the show. I, I felt really unwell yesterday. So I was kind of like, ugh. 8 a.m. start. Not really in the mood. Yeah. But it was a good it was a really, really good card. It was one of the probably the better cards of the year for New Japan. Um top to bottom. Some really interesting stories going on. Like we're gonna have Suzuki against Naito in, soon for the, the Intercontinental title. You know, Tanahashi's going up against Okada again to stop him surpassing him. So that will be really fun. Silence. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Ooh, I feel like I feel like it's silly me reviewing New Japan when there's people out there who are so much more knowledgeable than I am. Oh yeah, well we don't do proper reviews anyway here, you know. No, just no. The long boys look good in Okada. Yep, he got a nice new mask, which is really cool, like he always does. You know the important things: yeah. looking good, good hair. Tanahashi <laughs> is looking good. Oh, his hair looked lovely. It really did. I mean, I think I am going to bring a picture of his hair to the hairdressers next time. Get a nice do like Tanahashi. You got to You got to keep the gimmick alive. You got to get your hair done exactly like Tanahashi's hair. I mean, people obviously probably don't know me if you're listening to this, but my hair color is kind of similar. Yeah, probably some. When he got his hair cut short, she got her hair cut short. It's a whole thing that they have going on. I mean, me and Tanahashi pretty much on the same level hair icon was. On that note. <laughs> on that note, that really awkward note. <laughs> so yeah, that's been our show. Apologies if you're not an Irish wrestling fan. But maybe you should be an Irish wrestling fan. Hmm. Or maybe you haven't listened to this all the way through because we've just been going on about shows that we went to this weekend that are not yet available to watch on VOD. Well, should be soon. Um, so, yes, yeah, support Irish wrestling, support women's wrestling, support inter- independent wrestling in general. Check out all three shows that we went to this weekend. Defiant being number one, Fight Factory, if it becomes available, number two, and the OTT, Martinez Gaff Party, in at number three. Um, Sarah? Yeah, I echo those statements. It, like the Jews are, you know, a wrestling show on near you. Go out and support it. I'm sure there's some great talent that's going to be appearing, and let's really get behind these young Irish guys. And hopefully, they get to be on more promotions soon. Yeah, I'm hoping these guys break out soon. <coughs> You've already hitched your wagon to LJ. I'm, I'm not ready. I said Nathan Martin was my favorite on Friday night, but that might have just been the heat of the moment. You know, I'm still struggling to pick. I'm all in on LJ. Get yep. LJ on all in. 
<laughs> jamming all in. You hear that, Cody Rhodes? Fuck LJ Cleary for all in. I want more than the hype boys on Tag League, WXW. Bring them in. I'd love to see them on Tag League. Hey, there's actually so many Irish tag teams that could be on Tag League. That'd be brilliant. Would you love to see them against JFK? Yeah. I would love to see that. Or against Monte Consulting. Yeah, just, yes. Or <laughs> the Angel <team. coughs> Just give it to us. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's all I've left to say. I mean, I won't, New Japan probably could go into more detail, but you guys don't want to hear that. Go listen to whoever reviews New Japan for Voices of Wrestling. We're such company people, we know all the podcast names. It's the Omnicast, I think. The Purocast, something like that. I'm sure the flagship has some things to say as well. Oh, the flagship. Yeah, they've got some things to say. We're still getting fired. Yeah. I, if we don't get fired for like what we say on this podcast, I'm going to just make a holy show of us over in New Orleans anyway. So, Is it just going to be the Sarah podcast and you'll get fired? It could be Sarah and Aaron or it could be Sarah and someone. I don't know. Don't get us in trouble now. <sighs> Whatever. Um, I don't care anymore. We're veterans at this game now. <laughs> episode 8. <laughs> Got big heads now, you know. Episode 8. 10,000 listeners. 11,000 now. <laughs> <laughs> Big dogs. Ooh, ah. yeah, the flagship probably do that a day. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Shut up, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my plan. Have a, I'm going to have a good time at WrestleMania. WrestleMania weekend. I'm going to enjoy some WWE. I'm going to enjoy some not WWE. I'm going to enjoy some cocktails. Gonna have a good time if I get there. You'll have a great time. Well, thank you, Sarah. You have a great time at home. Are you taking some time off work? No, I was like, feel a bit silly taking time off work to watch wrestling on my couch. I would. So um, I'm just gonna, you know, stay up and just face the consequences the next day. Watch spring break anyway. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch Spring Break. I'll probably watch Bloodsport because that's on at a decent hour. Yeah. Um, I'll take in one of the Evolve shows. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch NXT and Ring of Honor at the same time and obviously WrestleMania then. Yeah. It's probably my plan. And then hopefully I get to see the Golden Lovers against Chuck Taylor and whoever his partner is from that WrestleCon Super Show at a later time. Sounds good. And if you do want to watch any of those shows, that are not on the WWE Network, Benno has a great guide on Twitter. Yeah, definitely go seek that out because that's actually a massive help and kind of breaks down the price list of everything so you can kind of tot up how much you actually want to spend on your watching for the weekend. It's a really great guide. I think we retweeted it on our Twitter, which is at the two Sarahs. If we haven't, just, and you can't find it, let us know and we will get that to you. Yeah. Follow us, yet? Yeah, follow our page. Um, if we get to 250, we become Facebook friends. So, it's, Unless you don't want to see that happen. Maybe yeah. that's why you're not following us. You want us to not be friends, ever. I'm going to check and see how many we have right now. As of recording this podcast, we have 229 followers on Twitter. So we need another 21 followers 
and we'll become Facebook friends. But that's that's not really real friends. It's just the first stage. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe by Tag League, we might actually have a conversation with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, not podcast related, not business. Yeah, you can see us as well on our Twitter page. We took a little video just to explain our friendship situation as well. It's on there if you do want to seek that out. Yeah, definitely do. Whilst we then parted ways and went to our separate friend groups. <laughs> pub and Sarah went home. And then the next night I went home and Sarah went to the pub. And that's not even a lie. Yeah, that's not a lie at all, actually. that's a, It's hilarious how that worked out. Just really don't want to see each other in a social setting. Yeah. Um, we've got Alan just after walking into the room. So I was going to call it there and end the podcast. I'm just going to get some of Alan's thoughts from the weekend, and then we're literally going to say goodbye because I have to get ready to go out for dinner with Alan's parents. So I've got I've got no thoughts of the weekend. I'm going to preach about something else. I just watched a match, and I am going to preach. I Get ready for a sermon, everyone. Oh, January 2017. It's on YouTube. It's a match. Everyone needs to stop what they're doing and go and watch right now. I am buzzing. I'm on a pro wrestling high. Ricochet versus A-Kid from Madrid, Spain. Holy. I can curse, right? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Oh, my God. This match is ridiculous. It's amazing. It's I can't believe it was a year ago and A-Kid was already as good as he... Well, he's been wrestling since 2012, as I've just discovered, which is a lot longer than I thought. But he was incredible in this match. It's one of my favorite Ricochet matches. And believe it or not, I've seen one or two Ricochet matches in my time. This is one of my favorites. Can't believe how good this match was. It has the greatest crowd I have seen in years in wrestling. It's insane. This crowd is like as good for like just reaction for a match as good as anything I've seen in Oberhausen or London or the US or Japan or oh my god, I'm, I'm blown away. This thing was probably there. Maybe, maybe this thing was ridiculous. I've made a kid's day anyway on Twitter. He's delighted. He but, doesn't uh, listen to us. No, he's just seen my tweets. Oh. I've been tweeting up a storm <laughs> while you guys have been recording a podcast. Oh my god, I'm out of breath. I was could you hear me upstairs? I was no. I was banging my feet and punching the air and clapping and just spinning the chair around. Swirly office chair. It did several rotations as I watched this match. As many rotations as there were with the flips in the match, there was rotations of the chair in the office. Oh my god. Oh, I'm out of breath. This was great. Sarah, go watch it. Other Sarah, go watch it. Listeners of Sarah and Sarah, go watch, watch it. it. YouTube, type in A Kid Ricochet, White Wolf Wrestling. Sarah, I bought I bought us tickets to the next White Wolf show in Madrid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Two weeks, we're going to see A Kid wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, no. Trip to Spain, surprise. <laughs> Happy Early. holidays. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, we're off to Madrid. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to go watch this right now. And people can see my tweets on it. They'll have to search a few days because this is not going up right now. Yeah. <laughs> I will go watch it. I'm yeah. going to edit this on the plane to WrestleMania and get it up over, over there and hopefully record something over there. You going to help me? You going to help me record stuff over there? I'll be busy recording exclusive audio for Wade Keller, pwtorch.com, <laughs> where you can listen to all our VIP podcasts with great men such as Bruce Mitchell, Todd Martin, Rich Fan, Sean Radican, and so many more. <laughs> pwtorch.com. VIP. Sign up.
Sarah, we need to learn the names of the other podcasts on the Voices of Wrestling Network. Who's your favorite podcast on the Voice of Wrestling Network, Alan? Um, I have great respect for Mucky Gana, so I'm going to say Mucky Gana's podcast. I respect him more than any of the rest of you. Wrestlingomics? Yeah. Do you listen to that, though? Occasionally, if the topic uh, intrigues me. Okay. But in general, my respect for Mucky Gana just <laughs> takes it above all else. Sat beside Mucky Gana at my very first WrestleMania, might I add. He gave me hot scoops on uh, Luke Harper, Brody Lee. <laughs> on that note, Ian, sing us away. Now the show is over, and we still haven't met Rover. Time to get some rest and recharge. But join us next time, won't you? And we'll discuss all those big issues Like Jesus, Waller's hands are so damn large Making friends and making times And wrestling round the world